0: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. Ninety-eight seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
1: Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, now a clear sky and a chilly 16 degrees. President Biden says the reason officials are seeing more objects in U.S. airspace and have learned more about China's spy balloon program, is that he asked the intelligence community to expand its radar for UFOs when he came into office.
2: President Biden has ordered his national security advisor to lead a government-wide effort to create an up-to-date inventory of high-altitude objects in U.S. airspace.
1: I've directed my team to come back to me with sharper rules how we will deal with these unidentified objects moving forward, distinguishing, distinguishing between those that are likely to pose
0: safety and security risks that necessitate action and those that do not.
2: Those rules of engagement will be briefed to certain members of Congress in a classified setting and will remain classified to prevent U.S. adversaries from exploiting them and evading U.S. air defense at the pentagon jennifer griffin fox news
1: the primary election is six months away but some candidates have already announced they are running for wichita mayor including city council member brian fry
2: and i've had the privilege of representing wichita already for seven years so that experience on being on council i think plays to the strength of my candidacy
1: Fry says he wants to work with the community to find solutions to the city's biggest problems Current mayor Brandon Whipple has not filed any paperwork yet, but has made hints, hints that uh, a possible run for reelection. A former Wichita teacher has been found guilty of child sex crimes.
2: 32 year old Kristen Koval pleaded no contest due to two counts of aggravated indecent solicitation of a child. Koval had been employed as a teacher at Mead Middle School until she left the district in 2020. The case against her involved a 13 year old student. She was teaching math at Edison Prep School in Tulsa when she was arrested last year. She could receive more than five years in prison when sentenced on May the 12th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
1: A Kansas City police officer and his canine partner were among three who were killed in a crash in Missouri. Officer James Malbauer, a 20-year veteran of the department and champ, were on patrol when another vehicle struck their patrol car. The crash... Caused a second collision with a pedestrian who died at the scene. Officer Mulbauer was taken to a hospital where he died from his injuries. His canine partner died at the scene. The driver of the other vehicle received minor injuries and was taken into custody. Police suspect that driver may have been impaired. President Biden went to Walter Reed Hospital for his annual physical exam Thursday.
2: New information on the president's health his doctor releasing a letter saying he remains fit for duty he has an irregular heartbeat acid reflux allergies and arthritis but they are all kept in check and also a small lesion on his chest was sent off for biopsy but uh, the doctor said he is fit and is in vigorous shape
1: Fox's Jackie Heinrich reporting from the White House a hearing today for five former Memphis police officers charged in the death of Tyree Nichols Court records show Tadarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Desmond Mills Jr., Emmett Martin III, and Justin Smith are scheduled to appear for a hearing in Shelby County Court, each who've since posted bond who face multiple charges, including second-degree murder and aggravated assault in the death last month of 29-year-old Tyree Nichols, who was pulled over by police January 7th and has seen on body camera and surveillance footage, trying to flee on foot before officers caught him and beat him. Another eight Memphis police officers have also been disciplined or dismissed in the case. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock.
0: Fox News coming.
1: Keep in 10 in the morning, KNSS now 6.09 on this Friday morning. The month of March signals the beginning of severe storm season across the plains. The National Weather Service in Wichita covers 26 counties in Kansas. Coordination meteorologist Chance Hayes tells KNSS News. The annual Storm Fury on the Plains presentation informs as many as 3,500 people free of charge. What's the most often asked question at these meetings? How bad's the severe weather season going to be? I mean, that is inevitable, the question we get pretty much
3: everywhere. And and I just tell them, you know, we can give you an inclination, but to
1: be honest with you, we just got to take it day by day because it can change here in Kansas, as we all know. Chance Hayes is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday morning at 8 on KNSS. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman checked himself into Walter Reed Hospital Thursday, citing troubles with clinical depression. Fox's Chad Pergram has the story. Fetterman's office says he checked himself into the hospital. His chief of staff says Fetterman's clinical depression recently became more serious. It's something Fetterman has experienced for years. The Capitol attending physician recommended inpatient care at Walter Reed. He is there on a voluntary basis. Fetterman missed months of campaigning after suffering a stroke. Fetterman went to the hospital last week after not feeling well. Doctors ruled out another stroke. Democratic New Mexico Senator Ben Ray Lujan suffered a stroke himself last year. Fetterman has now missed eight of the Senate's 24 votes this year. Now Fetterman uses an electronic screen to help him process language during hearings. Both Pennsylvania senators are out right now as Senator Bob Casey is recovering from surgery for prostate cancer. Republican freshman congressman George Santos says he's the victim of an enormous an inquisition. Santos's claim
0: that he's been unfairly targeted came in an exclusive interview with Fox 5 New York's Jody Goldberg, offering an explanation of the origins of more than $700,000 in his campaign coffers. $705,000 were personal loans made from me to the campaign.
3: Where did it come from?
0: From my personal finances.
1: It was your money.
0: My money, 100% legitimate. Adding he doesn't understand the enormous inquisition into his finances. Maintaining, I've operated honestly. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Kansas Governor Laura
1: Kelly has ordered flags to be flown at half-staff until sundown today. The order is in honor of the 10,000 Kansans lost due to COVID-19 and the families they left behind. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist, Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
0: Good morning. An area of high pressure followed the system that moved through yesterday. That's allowed us to have a clear sky, very cold here early on, then sunny and 48 later on this afternoon. Clear and breezy through tonight, tarlow near 30, then partly cloudy, windy at times on Saturday with a high 52, close to 60 on Sunday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday.
1: Now a clear sky, but a chilly 15 degrees. And we have a south wind at 3 miles per hour. Again, as Dan said, we could be in the upper 40s later today, but we're start, starting off pretty cold. Today is Friday, February 17th. We had a cloudy, windy, cool day across central Kansas Thursday. Wichita's high temperature was 31 degrees. Normal high for the date, 49. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you. something going on? Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, you know, something in traffic Yeah, we can probably talk about. Go ahead. Uh, 900 block of South Broadway, we've got a uh, house fire. Going on, you might want to avoid that area. It's uh, uh, kind of between Kellogg and uh, Lincoln. They're on Broadway, just an area to watch out for in traffic.
1: If you're driving over the fly over there, you probably see it down there. On this date of 1936, South Dakota set their all-time record low temperature when McIntosh, located in north-central South Dakota, plunged to 58 below zero. That's the name of the town. They uh, sure, certainly named it after one of my ancestors. Uh, 58 below zero. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hey there. It's kind of nippy out there again this morning, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. It's very, very cold. It, not much wind, though. Only three, not as much wind as yesterday. Yeah. On this date in 1801, the U.S. House of Representatives broke an electoral tie between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr. Electing Jefferson president, Burr became vice president. And Aaron Burr went on to become yeah, quite they, famous in world in American history. Those two didn't care for each other. Well, apparently Burr was a brilliant man, very, very. I think he graduated from Harvard when he was thirteen. But <laughs> people didn't like him very much, I guess. And of course, there was the duel between him and uh, and uh, Hamilton, and he he won. Burr won. Then later on, he got in trouble. I think he was down in Mexico trying to. Build, build his own government. But anyway, Aaron Burr, fascinating character in American history. He could have been the president easily there. Mm-hmm. U.S. safety regulators have pressured Tesla into recalling nearly 363,000 vehicles with its full self-driving system because it misbehaves around intersections and doesn't always follow speed limits. The recall, part of a larger investigation by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration into Tesla's automated driving systems is the most serious action taken yet against the electric vehicle maker. Raises questions about CEO Elon Musk's claims that he can prove to regulators that cars equipped with full self-driving are safer than humans and that humans almost never have to touch the controls. Okay. I'll grant you that some of our drivers, human drivers, are pretty awful. But wow. Just taking and let somebody, let <laughs> a machine take over? I don't know. Had one this morning. It came up the... Uh, off Kellogg onto uh, the, you know, the ramp that comes over to Rock Road. Yeah. And this is eastbound. And I'm sitting there at the light. And the people on my right are sitting there at the light. And it is red going north. Mm-hmm. And this guy in a pickup just goes right Just goes right through it. it. Yep. And I mean, never even slowed down. <sighs> That's the same spot where Don Hall was killed. Yep. Folks, you got to be careful out there. The one thing they teach you in driver's ed, defensive driving, and you better do it. Yep. You Mm. don't know if that person that's coming through the intersection is going to stop or not. You better make sure. A ghastly story out of Minnesota where a woman is convicted of fatally shooting her six-year-old son just days after regaining custody. Uh, And she's been sentenced now to life in prison. Julissa Thaler was convicted last week of first-degree murder in the October 2022 death of Eli Hart who prosecutors said was shot nine times by his mother as he sat in his booster seat. Officers found the boy's body in the trunk after a traffic stop. Eli's father, Tori Hart, has issued, uh, has sued Dakota County Social Services, alleging that employees returned his son to Thaler despite concerns about her alleged drug use and deteriorating mental health. Wow, That's that's an ugly one again. Obviously, she was either in the, under the influence of drugs when she did that or just lost her mind. But she's going to be in prison for life. All right, let's see if we can find a happier note. Six seventeen. 17, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Time for Lead Off Sports with Ted Woodward. Ted? Yep, the Shocker men's basketball team on the road last night in Philadelphia taking on
3: Temple. The Shockers have been playing very well on the road, and that did not
1: really well. That we did at. not change
3: that storyline last night. The Shockers. Played very well at Temple last night. Not a big crowd. Only 4,400 showed up in Philadelphia for this one. But the Shockers played very well. And we've seen a lot of games this year where the Shockers just kind of wilted at the end. Boy, they didn't last night. The Shockers were... Huge in the final few minutes of this game, making shots from all over the place. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN.
1: Walton, step back jumper, good. A three for Jaquan Walton at the top. A huge basket, his fourth tray, and boy did the Shockers
3: need that one. That cuts it back to a one-point game. That started to get things turned around for the Shocks, and then they just reined in shots down the stretch.
1: Rojas out in the middle, dribbles right, gives it to Flanagan coming out front. He hands it to Porter, coming back left to right. Craig now one-on-one with John Cooch. Another step back three. Good again! Craig Porter with another huge three. What a dagger, and the Shockers now up by seven.
3: The Shocks were behind with about six minutes to go, and then they went on a 16-0 run and really finished off the Owls. The final score was Wichita State 79, Temple 65, as Temple went through a stretch where they missed eight shots in a row, and the Shockers took advantage, scoring 16 in a row. Ooh. Jaquan Walton led the Shockers with 21 points. James Rojas had 11 points, 11 rebounds, and six assists. After the game, Shocker head coach Isaac Brown.
1: The guys played well, I thought, from start to finish. Um uh, Got a lot of scoring from different people. We had four guys in double figures. Felt like we shared the ball well. We didn't have a lot of turnovers tonight. I think that was the key to the victory. I thought in the first half we really defended. And um, in the second half, you know, they made a run. They made two tough threes. They got back into it. And uh, we just settled down and started operating. And we went to our weave offense, and they
2: decided to switch their five-man on Craig Porter. And he made four baskets straight, and that stretched the lead out.
3: And earlier you heard that three-pointer by Jaquan Walton, and that was a big one for the Shocks. Mike Kennedy, the play-by-play voice of the Shockers, spoke after the game with Walton.
1: Let's talk about that three. You guys were struggling a little bit, weren't making shots. They had closed it and tightened it up, and uh, just what was going through your mind there on that position. Um, I knew it was down, so I just wanted to put it back in the game. And Like you said, it was a big three. You know, gave us some momentum, and we came back and hit some, some other big shots down the stretch.
3: All right, the Shocks, of course, started 0-3 in the conference. Now they're back even at 7-7. They've won four straight road games. They're in sixth place in the American Conference standings. Big men's basketball action tomorrow in the Big 12. How about this one in Lawrence? Number five, Kansas, hosting number nine, Baylor, the last two national champions in college basketball. Meeting up in Lawrence tomorrow afternoon. Baylor beat the Jayhawks by six points in Waco three weeks ago. Tomorrow afternoon is the rematch in Lawrence. Live coverage for the Jayhawks at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 o'clock tomorrow in Allen Fieldhouse. Listen to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. K-State has a home game tomorrow. 12th-ranked Kansas State hosting 18th-ranked Iowa State. Both teams have scuffled a bit as late. K-State has lost four of its last five. Iowa State has lost five straight road games. That'll be at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon in Manhattan, nationally televised on ESPN. Iowa State right now in fourth place in the Big 12, only a game out of first. K-State is in fifth place, two games out of first place. We only have one hockey game in Wichita this weekend, and it is downtown at Interest Bank Arena. That's tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. The Wichita Thunder in second place, hosting the last place Tulsa Oilers. And it's Paw Patrol night and Pucks for Pups night and Scout night and the Gold as Ice charity game as well. Lots of stuff going on at the Thunder game. That's tomorrow night downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. And it may be cold outside, but it's warm somewhere, and that means it's time for baseball. The Wichita State baseball season begins this weekend as the Shockers are out in California visiting Long Beach State for the season (laughs) opener. Three-game series, 8 o'clock tonight, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Shane Dennis and Denning Gehrig will have the call of those games over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The Shockers haven't won a game at Long Beach in 13 years, losing eight straight over that stretch. So they'd like to finally go out there and get get some wins over Long Beach. The Shocker baseball season opens up tonight. And that's
1: sports with Stephen Ted. 622 now, Keep it in for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Is your phone taking up too much of your time? That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Just a minute, I got to take a call. On KNSS.
0: Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi awarded radio show. This is Stephen Ted on 98, 7, and 1330 KNSS.
1: Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 15 degrees here at 630 on KNSS, Wichita police announcing they will be conducting a DUI saturation patrol this weekend. It's part of an effort to curb impaired drivers from Wichita streets. In a Facebook post, the department says extra traffic officers will be on duty Saturday to conduct the DUI saturation patrol. Officials advise that if you are planning to go out this weekend, have a plan to get home that doesn't include drinking and driving.
3: The U.S. Senate has recognized the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Senators passed a resolution honoring the team. Resolution introduced by both Missouri and Kansas Senators. It was passed unanimously. U.S. Senator from Kansas, Jerry Moran, congratulated the entire Chiefs organization and the fans.
2: Chiefs Kingdom, ranging from Kansas to Missouri and all across the Midwest, has the best fans in the NFL. And I look forward to the fan base growing even bigger as the Chiefs continue their dynasty for many years to come.
3: And Senator Moran says he's also looking forward to showcasing Kansas and the Kansas City area as it hosts the NFL draft coming up in April.
1: Despite the recent rain and snow in Kansas, the risk of fire remains high. This is Fire Awareness Week, and there are steps you can take to prepare your property. Andover, Deputy Fire Chief Mike Roosevelt says... Keeping dry grass and dry leaves away from your house is a good defense of wildfires. All of the natural vegetation, especially this time of year, everything is dormant. You look around, your neighbor's grass is brown. It's dormant. Um, it's very lightweight fuel, and it could have uh, a pretty easy ignition. Another step, a tip is to use greener, more fire-resistant shrubs when planting close to your house.
3: House Speaker McCarthy and a group of freshman GOP lawmakers visited the southern border calling out the Biden administration on immigration and security.
1: House Speaker Kevin McCarthy vows to continue investigating the Biden administration's border security policies during a visit to the U.S.-Mexico border in Arizona.
0: You cannot tell us this border is secure when now there is enough fentanyl in this country to
2: kill every single American more than 20 times over. The Speaker and four House Republican freshmen joining border agents and police in a discussion about security,
1: cartels, and the fentanyl crisis. It comes amid growing calls from Republicans for the impeachment
2: of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Democrats calling the trip a political stunt. McCarthy calling it taking action, saying he'll be bringing committees to the border to listen. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
1: The CDC says young kids are passing up vital greens for sugary drinks. Researchers at the Centers for
0: Disease Control and Prevention say over half of American kids, roughly 57%, drink at least one sugary drink a week. But when it comes to more nutritious options, over half of kids in 20 states do not eat a veggie daily, and roughly one in three children under five did not eat a daily fruit. The American Heart Association recommends that young children eat at least one fruit or veggie with every meal, and the CDC warns parents should steer clear of added sugars, like the ones commonly found in sodas and some sports drinks, for children under the age of two. Sean Angel, Fox News. Former Major
1: League Baseball player and Hall of Fame broadcaster, Tim McCarver has died. During his
0: playing days, McCarver won a pair of World Series titles as a catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals and then went on to an incredibly successful career analyzing the game on TV. After retiring, McCarver quickly became one of the most recognizable broadcasters in the game and became known nationally, especially during his nearly two decades at Fox. He was the lead analyst for more than 20 World Series broadcasts and won six Emmys for his work on television. As a player, McCarver was a two-time All-Star during his 21-year career and formed a successful partnership with Hall of Fame pitcher Bob Gibson. Tim McCarver was 81. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. Now the forecast with
1: KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
0: Good morning. Much colder air settled into south-central Kansas overnight. It is chilly for now, but we do see a warm-up here this afternoon. Sunny with a high 48. It's going to be clear and breezy through tonight. Tarlow near 30, then a strong low-pressure system on the eastern side of the Rockies will bring us gusty wind Saturday with a high 52. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday.
1: Now a clear sky, 15 degrees at a south wind at 3 miles per hour. 6.34 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Friday, February seventeenth, 2023, on this date in 1863, the International Red Cross was founded in Geneva. And depending on uh, what's happening with that house fire in the 900 block of South Broadway, this Red Cross could be there to help out. They do that. They give some help on when people are displaced by a home. But uh, I have a feeling, and I've, this is entirely speculation on my mm-hmm. part, Giving, given the address on South Broadway near downtown, uh, and I haven't seen the house, but did, uh, I know that neighborhood. I have a feeling maybe some people have been camping out in there and maybe accidentally lit it on fire or maybe on purpose. Who knows? Uh, but sounds like it. Red Cross, though, if a family is is uh, driven from their home by fire, they have uh, people who will go in and help you out on that. And, just think—just
3: think, just think <laughs> of how many people the Red Cross has helped around the globe in one hundred and sixty years. Well, just it's just unfathomable.
1: The thing is, and I, you know, I do a lot of reading on, on uh, World War II and the Red Cross packages would show up. Uh, our people would be uh, incarcerated, or they would be in behind in in the camps over there in Europe. The Germans had them, and these, and in 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 the South Pacific as well. A lot of times, the people who were holding their mayor would just go ahead and take the whole package and, <laughs> and mm. not leave it for any of the people who yeah. are prisoners but uh, anyway what great work they do What a great force in in the world it's uh 6:36 now with Stephen Ted and I just want to uh, mention he, we had a story a minute ago about the passing of Tim McCarver and uh he he was always one of my favorites I enjoyed him he had, had a kind of a down well he was he knew his game. That's what the thing was. He did. when he was doing a broadcast, You know what he was talking about. He was a catcher with the Cardinals for the great Bob Gibson. Yep, yep. And uh, got a yeah. couple of World Series rings with the Cardinals. Then he became a broadcaster. And my recollection is, and I wonder if you can help me on this. Maybe you know. My recollection is that uh, Tim McCarver was uh, from Memphis and that his dad was a police officer. You ever hear that? I think that might be true. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Uh, but uh, he was a uh, quite a guy and a pretty decent broadcaster two-time well. all-star in the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame when you talk about playing catcher for those of you who who don't know about this that is to, to me in baseball that's the toughest position easily to play nine nine innings with your feet yes, on your knees almost on your knees with your knees yeah it's
3: insane the, what that the, the toll it takes on the body yeah.
1: yeah and you're in on every play and uh, he, uh, some of these guys—it's amazing to me that some of them are, are, have become very good hitters. We had some great hitters. He, McCarver, was he a great hitter? Not not a great hitter, but well, t- he was—he was pretty. He was all right. Yogi Berra was my favorite my favorite hitter, but uh, some Johnny Bench, some of them could really hit. But playing catcher for nine innings, oh, they called him. Somebody called him the tools of ignorance. Mm-hmm. The, the equipment they had, the, the stuff the they have to armor, factor, they have yeah, to put oh, on. Yeah, uh, I I caught. I played catcher for uh, about five minutes at, at, <laughs> a, at a practice. Yeah, a practice. That was and enough. So he said, hey, Steve, you want to try it out? Yeah, I want to try it. Boom, boom, boom. About fifteen pitches later, I said, it's like, "I don't want to do this." I'm, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to do this. Don't want to do again. this. My younger brother Jerry was a catcher. He, in fact, when I was pitching, he was my catcher, and when we were little leaguers. So, uh, but he did a real good job. Appreciate that. Tim McCarver.
3: Yeah, he caught, uh, like you said, he caught uh, Hall of Famer Bob Gibson with the Cardinals, and then he ended up with the Phillies, yeah, well, and he was the catcher for Steve Carlton, Steve Carlton, another Hall of Famer. Wow, he must have known what he was he doing. He was a good receiver. There yep. you go.
1: Yep. Six thirty-eight now. Stephen ten in the morning here on KNS Ed, and it's time for the uh, KNSS Commodities Update
2: with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. The cash cattle trade has still been limited to the feed yards in our north country. Trading Thursday for the cattle complex was mostly negative, as were the closes. Now, we saw April and June live cattle have five session lows, and March and April feeders made three session lows yesterday. Now versus a year ago, the average weekly steer carcass weight was down twenty two pounds and heifers were down twenty one pounds. After good upside on the lean hog futures on Tuesday, they closed yesterday with triple digit losses. At the close, April Live Cattle fifty two cents lower at one hundred sixty four zero seven, March feeders down a dollar ten at one hundred eighty six twenty two, and April lean hogs seventy two cents lower at eighty five seventy seven. Now, Ag Rural has lowered the Brazil soybean production estimate to 150.9 million metric tons. The dollar index yesterday made a new high for the current move to the upside. The Kansas City Chicago wheat spread widened back out Thursday, and only Chicago wheat closed on the negative side Thursday. We saw, uh, we are looking right now at the March Kansas City wheat down a penny and a half at 8.97. March corns a penny higher at six seventy seven and March soybeans up two and three quarters at fifteen twenty nine and a quarter March crude oil trading two dollars sixty one cents lower at seventy five eighty eight June gold down $15.30 at 1,853.30. The March S&P 23 and three-quarter points lower at 4,075 and three-quarters. The March Dollar Index 75 cents higher at 104.54. And March Dow Jones futures trading 139 points lower at 33,600. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leftler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866 GO TO TOM.
1: Yeah, Tom, looks like the weather is going to straighten up a little bit for us here, have some fairly nice days in the, in the uh, next week or so, but it doesn't look like there's much moisture you know, coming our way just yet.
2: No, and it looks like after we warm up a little bit this weekend, we get a little bit cold again next week ah, too. Well,
1: it's that time of year, I guess. We'll go back That's and forth, right. up and down. All right, uh, I just want to say that uh, last night my wife and I cleaned up the last of her pot roast she made. It got, we got about three meals on mm,
3: leftovers. That nice, was, and
1: they, it was good. I tell you. She's got, she got the pot roast down with the potatoes and some carrots in there. Huh? Am I making you am I making you hungry yet there, Tom? Oh yes. Yes. God. Yeah, growing up my mom would always, oh,
3: that was a staple. The pot roast with potatoes and carrots. Yeah. Your mom uh, oh did man. That? Oh, wow. So
1: good. a little gravy in there. Oh, oh so tasty. Man. Wish we had
2: some right now, now. I like to take that Steve and make a good hot roast beef sandwich with oh, yeah. gravy oh. on top of it. Now yes. you're
1: talking. Now you're talking. All we do is
2: talk about food, mm.
1: <laughs> but we do like to. We do like our beef, don't we? Yes, sir. Stimulate the e-pharma economy there. Right. You
3: know, one of the best beef roast beef hot roast beef sandwiches I ever had is at the Hungry Heifer, the hungry, out in Ford, out in Ford, Kansas. In the blue, the blue, Her, the blue Hereford is the name of the place.
1: It's in Ford. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm not aware of that one. Okay. When were you out there? Oh, long ago. <laughs> the
3: hungry Hereford, Herford, I guess, was the, the the place on chairs that Norm went to. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Remember, did
1: anybody ever go to the Hereford House in Kansas City? Had to be. Yes, I have. Had a big cow head out on the outside of it, right? Yep, I've been there a time or two. In fact, took our kids up there when they were little, and uh,
0: <laughs>
1: went in there, sat down, and my son, who was about no, I don't know ten or eleven at the time, says. I'm going to have the trout. <laughs> I said, no! No! <laughs> don't, no! <laughs> you got some sacrilegious <laughs> Anyway. Anyway.
3: Uh, Tom, right. have you ever been to the stockyards down in Oklahoma City?
2: No, I've always wanted to go there, and I've never been oh. there. And they've got a great restaurant down there. That
1: place is tremendous. Ted? We should have a Ted Woodward restaurant guide, you know? Publish it. Make an audio book out of it. Places where I'll Ted I'll tell you what, if
2: you guys want to... Good hot roast beef sandwich, and I had one here within the last two weeks over at the little restaurant at Leon. Leon.
3: Yep. Yep. yep.
2: Okay. Yeah, it those. it yeah. was even more than I could even handle. I had to take half of it home. Really nice. <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. All right, that's all for now.
1: That's enough food talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, are the markets open Monday on uh, on President's Day? No, they are not. Are you Are you going to do the, be with us on the show in the morning though?
2: Oh yeah, I'll I'll make a point to help you guys out. Yeah, <laughs> could you come up with something anyway? You think? Uh, we're coming up with something. If nothing else. We're talking about food. Okay,
1: exactly. You got a couple of days to think of think of something. So there you go. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Tom. Tom Leffler, Leffler Commodities coming up. We got Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. Money questions to ask yourself. Okay, Should will be good. All right. Steve's head of the morning on KNSS. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 648 here on this Friday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, a road win for the Shockers. Wichita State, 79. Temple, 65. Two. Wichita City Council member Brian Fry enters the race for mayor. One. President Biden says he pushed for expanded radar searches for UFOs over the U.S. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Continue to watch
3: for traffic slowdowns around that house fire in the 900 block of South Broadway. Broadway between Kellogg and Lincoln. We've also got a stalled-out vehicle eastbound Kellogg right around Washington Street. As those traffic volumes are picking up, watch for a slowdown
1: there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny and warmer today with a high of 48 degrees. Mostly clear and cool tonight, the overnight 029. Saturday, increasing clouds and breezy. Tomorrow's high up to 52 degrees. Now a clear sky, 15 degrees. We have a south wind at 3 miles per hour. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Several times voted one of the best bourbon bars in America. And they are open from 11 a.m. for lunch Monday through Sunday. The Monarch, 579 West Douglas in Delano. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. Fears of rising interest rates had an impact on the stock market again Thursday.
0: Stocks accelerating losses in the final hour of trading as investors digested another hot inflation report that showed price pressures at the wholesale level rose more than expected in January, fueling concerns that the Fed will raise interest rates higher than anticipated. And in a down market, Dow member Cisco Systems stock jumped after the networking equipment manufacturer beat expectations for revenue growth in the holiday quarter and croc stock leaping to its highest Close in thirteen months after the casual footwear seller reported a big fourth quarter profit beat. The Dow winners: Cisco and Home Depot. The biggest Dow decliners: Microsoft, Boeing, and Amgen. The Dow falling four hundred and thirty-one points. The Nasdaq down two hundred and fifteen. SP and P five hundred down fifty-seven. Hillary barski Fox News.
1: Stephen, ten in the morning, six fifty here on this Friday morning. Money questions to ask yourself. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, with us this morning. Good morning, Don.
0: Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, the the study of behavioral finance, we've talked about it before, can reveal a lot about you and how you might respond to different economic scenarios. Understanding that could help us make the best financial decisions. And here are some things to think about. What is money – When or when is money ever a source of joy for you? Now, if you can't think of a joyful time around money, perhaps – It's just a source of stress for you. But if you do have moments of joy, that indicates your priorities, and it can help steer you towards finding ways to experience good feelings about money. How do you like to spend your days? Now, this may not seem like a money question, but if you live by the beach and like to swim in the ocean every day, it could cost you more. Just walk outside in your Speedo and jump right in. But if you live in Kansas, it quickly becomes a financial question. Do you have a financial finish line? If so, what is it? Another way to put it is how much is enough? If you can put a dollar sign to break it down, it may mean leaving a legacy that will bring your kids uh, through life with no money worries. It may also be as simple as I'll reach the finish line when I'm assured that I will not outlive my savings. It's a way to understand how you define success and whether you're close to it or not. What is your earliest memory of money? It's amazing how that answer may be linked to how people handle money as adults. My parents used to have a rule. If we really wanted something that was expensive but not necessary, like a, a new ski, new pair of skis or a nice camera or a new bicycle, we would have to work and save up the money to pay for half they would pay the other half. From that, I learned to plan on purchases and I don't buy big items spontaneously. If you don't have a good relationship with money, how can you invest wisely? Yes, you can open an online brokerage account and do it yourself, but if you're your own worst enemy with money, consider working with a certified financial planner practitioner. To uh, give you some guidance and to keep you on track, and of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call. The number is two six seven zero six hundred. Just ask for me, Don Grant.
1: All right, Don, what to do with your money? Hmm. Well, it's not been, ever been a big problem for me because I don't have any money, so I don't have to <laughs> have to worry about that. It's taking a it's taking a big worry off my plate because you know, you know what to do with money. <laughs> At any rate, uh, today is. Uh, National No One Eats Alone Day. Lunchrooms across uh. America have accepted the mission started by National No One Eats Alone Day. And No One Eats Alone is a positive initiative from the nonprofit Beyond Differences. It's aimed at creating a lunchtime of inclusion. In other words, if you're eating in a cafeteria or somewhere and, and, and you get a chance, maybe you should take a seat with somebody you don't know and, and start, a, start a conversation. This is, I know this is real big at West High School. What? Oh, are they doing that over there? Yeah. I didn't didn't. know. That lunchroom, when I was there, was always pretty inclusive. I mean, (laughs) I think KSN Channel 3 did a big story on it. Did they really? Okay. Well, that's a good good idea. Never had any problem there, except uh, we had it uh, west. They had a special table for the seniors, and seniors only could could, could eat there. Well, that's exclusive and bullying. Yeah, it is. That's the way we played it in our day. Uh, But you had to wait to be a senior so you could sit at that table. Didn't didn't exclude any
0: Steve? Were, hmm. Steve, were you at the cool kids table? You know, and then <laughs> yes. you wouldn't. Somebody walk yes. by with like the wrong sneakers on, you wouldn't let them sit with you. No, but I
1: I I was the cool kid, so you know, I had the I table. I get it. I get it. No, we didn't do that. Uh, mm. We it was a crowded. It was so crowded one day that my my friend Ed and I, uh, Cornbread Ed and I, couldn't find a place where we could sit together. Yeah, so we had. Uh, we had what we were going to have we wanted to i seat where we could get up eight of our friends in there and there wasn't any place so Ed and I sat down together and decided we would clear the place out so Ed put a he he put a chicken bone in his mouth and some chocolate pudding and I said hey you don't look so good and then he just irped it up on the table and uh, we had every place we needed we yeah. Could, yeah everybody was scattered just cleared out <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> god a chicken bone and some chocolate pudding yeah, i love that it worked what did i say anyway uh, guacamole
0: works too yeah. yeah they think you're the exorcist B- but truthfully uh
1: <laughs> yeah try to try to in- include people when you eat lunch ted and, ted and i we eat out we, we include some of our friends even at our table so there you go all right uh, Wow. are you going to be here for monday
0: sir I will. I will. I, markets are closed, but, you know, I'm going to sacrifice. I'll get up early and be there for you.
1: OK, that'll be fun. Great. I, I think I'm going to take the day off to go to the uh, uh, William Howard Taft 10K run. So we'll see what happens with that. All right. OK. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Coming up, we got the seven o'clock news with Steve and Ted. President Biden talks about the UFO shutdowns and Wichita City Council member Fry jumps into the mayor race. That's on the way, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS.
3: Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Member Fenra SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. An affiliate of Kestra IS. Sabre Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.